Hello. I want to talk about the five faces of love. This is especially dedicated to a friend of mine who is very, very sweet. But perhaps has problems in life because of being too sweet. There's a concept from the Indian tradition about five faces of love. It's called faces of love. Essentially thinking of it like one of those Indian statues with, with the many faces and each face has a different expression. So this is all expressions of divine cosmic love but as they flow through the human being they come out in very different ways. And so to have a complete loving expression in your life, to be able to love in all ways and to treat everything with love, you have to be able to express all five faces of love. The first face is the sweetest. It's the, it's intimacy, the, the sweetness and sense of loving connection and wanting to be really, really close and open with somebody. So it's the thing that you do with, with your closest friends and with your lover and with your, those who are very, very, very open to you. And it's something that, that lets all of the boundaries drop away and simply opens and connects. And it's beautiful. But if somebody is not ready to open in that same way with you, if they are not fully able to connect with you in that intimacy, then it can be unpleasant to kind of open up and be intimate with them and not receive the same in return. And so the second face of love is friendship, but friendship that has not such an intimate feeling to it. Friendship that still has some, some boundaries up, that still has this is your space, this is my space. We're, we're friends, but you know, not totally connected all the way. So this friendly approach, it's like pals, you know? We're friends, we hang out together, we do good things together. Maybe we learn together, maybe we practice something together. It's kind of a more active. Let's do something fun. Let's, let's have a good time. Maybe let's do something productive. Let's work together in a good way.
And then we get to the third face. The third face is giving people space. So when somebody is not fully connecting with you intimately, and they're also not really able to have fun and do things with you, maybe the, the way they're doing things doesn't really fit with the way you want to do things, it just doesn't kind of work. So, what do we do? We give them space, we let them do their thing. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing, it's just not something that you want to be part of. So, you go and do your thing, they go and do their thing. And there's a kind of certain level of ignoring that goes in it. We allow, we ignore, we let it happen. But we're not really involved, and so there's a distance. And then, when it starts to go beyond simply that you don't fit with what somebody's doing, when it goes to that person is doing something that is actively damaging to those around them, or counterproductive, or damaging to themselves, and some way you feel like you need to get involved, you can't simply let them do their thing. We get to the fourth phase. Fourth face. The fourth face is strictness, education, telling people off. It's like, no, you have to do something different. No, that's not how it works. I'm sorry. Um, and so there's a very, very clear boundary of no, where this is not appropriate. So when people talk about setting boundaries, this is, this is often a level that we're talking about, a, a, uh, not a level, an approach, an energy, frequency that we're talking about, is this fourth face of love. What are the rules, the conditions that make things okay? We can give a lot of freedom to people within a certain limit, but once they start to infringe on other people's freedoms and create damage around them, then there's a certain level of control that needs to be put in place. And if you can't do this, then you end up being taken advantage of. And in, in being taken advantage of, in being infringed upon, your ability to love is worn away. So it's not really possible to keep loving and loving and loving, at least not loving in, in true, in action, if you are not safe in yourself. The, the negative experiences that you have erode away at your ability to love, your, your love bank, as someone, some people have called it. So being able to set these boundaries, being able to set these rules and say, no, this is not appropriate, is necessary in order to maintain loving relationships. 
And the fifth face of love is for emergency situations. The fifth face of love is take action now. I'm not going to talk to you about it. I'm just going to get involved and stop things from happening. So if a child is about to run across the street in front of a car, I don't tell it off. I leap and grab it and tackle it to the ground and make sure it doesn't fall in front of the car. And if that becomes a little bit harsh, a little bit violent in some way, that's appropriate because this is an emergency situation. If uh, we fall on the ground together and we bump our heads or something and we come, come back with bruises, we won't be too upset about it because we didn't fall in front of the car. And there's also conditions where, where this is taken to more extremes. In when somebody is being extremely violent and killing others, then it may be necessary to fight them and hurt them and even kill them in order to stop that damage that they are doing. In most cases, we don't want to do this, but in extreme cases, it may be necessary. And it can also be done with a sense of love and out of a sense of love. And it is, in fact, an expression of a sense of love when it is done in that appropriate situation. Uh, uh, one that I've experienced several times in my life is, is dealing with severely injured animals that are going to die and they're in pain and I've killed them and that's not like I, I don't like to kill things but it was clearly necessary in the situation and and I certainly felt like it was an expression of compassion to do that. So where these, this goes out of track, where this, these faces of love stop being faces of love, is when they are done in inappropriate situations. If you're in a harsh environment and you try to be friendly and intimate, then it just doesn't work and it doesn't lead to a truly loving direction because you don't get that intimacy responded. And in the other way around as well, if you're in a friendly, intimate environment and you respond really harshly, then that's also inappropriate and not a true expression of love. For example, it used to be common for uh, teachers to punish their students, to beat them. 
and what they were punishing the students for was not really a serious, dangerous act. It was simply that the student hadn't been paying enough attention or hadn't been really focusing on their work. And so it's an inappropriately harsh response to a fairly, fairly mild situation. So that's a, a response that it would have been appropriate to, response, to respond perhaps with, with a harsh word. Or not even that, maybe it would be appropriate to respond with, with uh, simply giving space and saying, okay, you're allowed to do that outside of my classroom, but not inside the classroom. So the love, the flow of this loving action depends on being able to choose the right face of love for the right situation. And if you can, can express all of those faces, if you can express all of those different types of love and you can express them well, then I think it's fairly natural to, to be able to choose the right one at the right time because it feels right, it feels good and it feels compassionate and feels loving. So I think the most important thing is to make sure that we are able to express all of those different qualities. So which of those qualities are you comfortable with and are you capable of expressing well and which of those qualities are ones that you have difficulty with. Maybe you can find how to expand your repertoire and be able to express love in a wider range. 